as soon as we get this this phone call, we're it's like, oh no. So what do we do now? Ladies and gentlemen, you wanted it, you got it. The place for the untold, real, raw, and juicy stories of dirt track racing. It's Dirt Track Confessions. And now here's your host, Mandy Pouch-Mahaney. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Mandy Pouch-Mahaney. And today we have my husband, Michael Geronius. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Every okay, this is like our fourth take here, and take of what the first line? Yes, oh. precisely. Got to nail the first line. We do. You can't just. It's very important. You know, you just can't. You can't roll into it if you don't hit the first line. Oh, well, thank you for pointing that out. So, this week's episode, it it, oh, gosh, it's quite the perspective we're gonna shine some light on i'm sure this isn't just in racing you know there's plenty of different lifestyles everyone lives out there but for us in particular when it comes to planning and scheduling between racing and life you just you don't know what you're gonna get it's like when do schedules come out in january february they're supposed to but it seems like we always are waiting for a few pieces of the puzzle up until uh you know, middle of spring. Which is wild. Yeah. So uh, from pretty much from January, we have our entire year planned out, which we've discussed the coordinated calendar. We don't need to touch into that. Well, we try to plan it out. Yeah. But you kind of have to, you know, add things and subtract as you go. Mm-hmm. So for some of you that might know, um, where we are based out of with the team is in Elizabethtown, New York. We bought a house almost a year ago in New Jersey, you know, making our adult moves, making some investments, and that's a good five hours south of here. And so, was it, it was just last week, wasn't it, when this happened? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, would you like to kind of shine some light? I'm pretty sure we left, so we left Georgetown, right? We raced Georgetown Tuesday night. Yeah, we we raced Georgetown. We we had a halfway decent run, and uh, we come back the following the following morning. Uh, got a little bit of a late start because we got home pretty late from Georgetown. It's a long drive, mind you. Painting the picture, we're in Jersey, so whenever we race, pretty much outside of New York. Our house, the the compound in Frenchtown, is kind of like our our main hub, because otherwise, gosh, that'd be like a that'd be a an, ten an, hour drive yeah, just to Georgetown, eight, at least eight hours. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're getting back. I don't know, two in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, to Frenchtown, New Jersey, from Delaware, and the next morning, it's like, okay, we're gonna wash the car, we're gonna prep it for the next race and we're going to get ready for the weekend's races we've got all our stuff with us we're planning on staying we're going to go to albany on friday so uh it's it's wednesday morning 9 a.m and uh, i get a call from one of our engine builders and he says uh hey you know this engine's done it's ready to pick up and i'm going oh this is this is great. This is Good news. Yeah. Because, Didn't think you get it back that fast. Uh, 
this one was down and out because of a a rocker issue and uh you know okay the thing's fixed now we got another bullet to put in a car we had a car sitting at, at the shop in elizabethtown with no engine in it waiting you know for for some something to happen we had we've got engines out at three different places uh you know needed a big block engine for our malta car and what's supposed to be the malta car mm-hmm. but right now it's sitting sideline <laughs> yep so i'm like oh man now the we planned on staying in new jersey like i said prepping the cars you know having a nice evening dinner at our new house well sort of new like we spend a little time there you know i hardly ever get to spend much time mike gets new every time he goes yeah (laughs) uh mandy does a lot of work to it while i'm gone and you know trying to enjoy it and uh as soon as we get this this phone call we're it's like oh no so what do we do now we can stick to the plan and and just you know pick up the engine whenever and and add it to the to the fleet the following week or something like that or do we go get it put it in the car and race it on friday and you know we thought about it we hit we discussed it and i asked mandy's opinion and she said you know go ahead and do it you you know it's it's probably the right thing to do and we're (laughs) laughing right now because of the way it went you know it just it's one of those things where we could never guessed what would happen no so i just remember he's sitting on the couch i'm sitting on i don't even know what that it's like a person a half couch love seat is that what those things are called yeah right yeah not that that matters but of course paying the picture for you and um mike's getting ready to head the shop and he's like all right i need to figure out what we're doing before i go and i make all these phone calls and i was like all right well let's play out both scenarios you know and for me personally i i like to pat myself on the back to an extent but i also might retract that when you find out what happens is i put myself out of this situation i put my feelings outside i was like you know put them out the door lock the key throw them away and i thought okay what's because you had your hopes up yeah about you know spending a little time at our at our house i was excited because like very seldom does mike ever come to new jersey and i'm like this is a great time to typically i gotta rush home Mm. get another car ready switch tires switch cars to a different motor package because all the rules are different everywhere so there's never there's never downtime and i thought thursday i had plans i was like this is gonna be fantastic you know and then i'll ride up with him on friday to albany all's gonna be great in the world and this happens and i'm like okay well friday night's last points race at albany we're we're in the points but we're not like going for the championship and there's bigger paying races coming up towards the end of the month and this would be the only time for us i say us but you did the work for us to put the engine in the car 
make sure it runs, get it tuned up for maybe, you know, malt to massive weekend in two weeks, three weeks, something like that. Yeah. So, so that, that paints a great picture. It was like, all right, we're going to put it in this Friday. We're hoping to win this Friday and then we'll have a great car. It's a fast piece. Ready to go for a bigger event Mm -hmm. that pays extra money. Yeah. So it's like, this was the only opportunity for you to essentially shake this car down with the engine back in it. Yep. And so I was not happy. (laughs) I remember going back to my parents' house later that I think, uh, I think I was getting my nephew off the bus. Yeah, it was his first day of school. Yep, that's what it was. I was getting my nephew off the bus and everyone's like, where's Uncle Mike? Like, I get that all the time. It's so heartbreaking. Like, his trailer's gone. Where did he go? And I'm like, oh, I had to go back to New York. Right. So, so we go up there. Uh, we put the engine in. Actually, uh, uh, Brian, Brian Lance. Lance, and Rich Good. were putting the engine in before I even got there. It took me so long with the toter. Oh I got stuck God. in traffic twice for for. It took an some, extra hour and a half. There were some accidents causing slowdowns on the highway mm-hmm. and man it took forever for me to get there I, I get there they already got it partway in the car uh you know just got stuff to hook up and i'm thinking man i'm really proud of these guys they did an awesome job and I, and we got a big head start in going into thursday and we mm-hmm. got all day thursday to get ready for friday so I'm, at this point i'm really happy we made this decision also and good. uh you know, we had some other races to get ready for for the weekend, too, so... Three-day weekend. Yeah. Um, so, we, we're we working on putting that engine in amongst, you know, working on two other race cars at, as well. And uh, recently, the the hinge on uh, our smaller enclosed trailer that broke. broke off, so, like, that had to be repaired, and, you know, it's... the. The maintenance and repairs just never end. When we race as much as we do, it's very hard to keep afloat, I should say. Yeah, we have some interesting luck as well. Yeah. But, uh, so, fast forward to Friday, um, we we make it into the, in the show through the heat, um, we're running... Maybe fifth or sixth in the feature. Yeah. We get we get up to we I almost think we're about six. I think we almost made it into the top five, and the engine starts feeling funny. And I'm starting to hold up the field. That's what I told him. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I start like, I start going backwards. This isn't looking good. So, uh, you know, I pull it in, save it, and roll in the into the pits and it kind of you know it brings like a a sour feeling for everybody because oh no that you know we just did all this work Mm -hmm. and now we gotta you know pull the thing back out again and we weren't sure really what was wrong with it but it's kind of a uh, just to quickly explain it's like to nobody's fault we we're trying to take a an engine that we really like that is having you know a material issue with the cylinder heads and uh the rockers are uh pulling the the threads 
out of the aluminum. Mm. And, you know, the only repair is to weld them up and then, you know, potentially heat treat them or something like that. Well, that they just seem, the material just gets softer with age. Like it's not what it used to be. And, uh, probably the only repair now is to buy a new set of cylinder heads, but, but uh, yeah, how easy is that? It's they're expensive and hard to get. So, um, we were all on board and and fixing these and figured that we had a a good solution. Used a, a, a larger diameter threaded insert, got more bite into the material. We thought they were going to be a lot stronger, and it's like we had the same issue again. So. Uh, I think the main reason we're telling the story is just to show that you can't make you can't make this stuff up. Like no. you, 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 we never would have guessed that all that would have happened uh, well, leading up to it. So it's funny because I'm trying to think it ties into another scenario, and you know, the old me, the old Mandy, would have been selfish and said, "No, stay home, stay with me. You know, make me happy." But I was like, "All right," thinking level-headed of our future, our career together, our livelihood. I was like, this is the smartest option, you know? And, um, ironically, I think it was that week was when I made the post on social media where I talk about how, you know, as chaotic as this lifestyle is, it's, I mean, it's our life, but I look at it as like, it's a season that we're not always going to be in. Not the chaotic part, but you know, you're only young once, so we have to use every second of every freaking day, you know? But then on the other hand, it's like, well, this past Monday was Labor Day. We could have went out and to the beach or spent the whole day doing X, Y, and Z. Instead, Mike spent the morning, I think, washing two of four race cars that yeah, you had to had, wash. We had to wash four race cars. Uh, we got two of them done Monday, and... uh and then two of the cars we washed had to have the engines pull out of them, which I only got one done. As, as yeah. We're so like, it, it's you. You just don't know what's expected, especially when you live the lifestyle that we have. Like, I set myself reminders of okay, Mike is gonna. So we, Mike has a barber. He he goes to one barber shop. I don't. Maybe it's me. I don't know. Maybe you agree, but like. I only let the those people at that barbershop cut his hair because they do a good job. Yeah, they do an awesome job. And so they're in New Jersey. Well, I already I was looking at the calendar today. I'm like, okay, when's the next time Mike's in New Jersey? I'm going to have to look and see, you know, if I can schedule him in for his haircut, you know. And we're planning things so far in advance knowing that it could change by tomorrow. Like. Yeah, and, and then uh, somehow I scheduled the wrong the wrong date oh yeah last one time, time and it's like there was no way i could i could make it and i and i had to cancel i felt so bad because i don't like canceling it yeah on people. But, yeah um the other thing you brought up was i think it was two weeks prior it was the day after you won airborne yeah we won a race and the following day there was there was a twelve thousand to win, no ten. It was ten thousand. Ten thousand win race at Cornwall. Cornwall, and we in were Canada. thinking, like, yeah, we could go. Why well, not? 
pause. Let me backtrack here. The wife's stepping in. It was the beginning of that week. I'm pretty sure, yes. Monday, we left. That was the, the if anyone watched the 37-hour the video to Ransomville. We left Monday night to go race Ransomville on Tuesday. Didn't get home until 5.30 a.m. Wednesday. Raced Wednesday night, won, and in the beginning of the week, I go, Mike, we're not going to to Can-Am. Not Can-Am, sorry, Cornwall. <laughs> Location for me. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to Cornwall Thursday, right? And he goes, no, no, like, you you don't want to, you don't want to race, so we're not going to go. I was like, oh, shit, since when did I have a say in this? I was like, okay. So, fast forward. And, and I do feel that way. I mean, it's like, we had so much going on that week. It it was an easy choice to take the night off. and Literally our only night off, yes. You know, get caught up, do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need that, you know, rest and recovery time. Yep. Okay, so I just had that funny feeling because someone at Airborne Wednesday night's like, "Oh, is Mike gonna Mike one? Is is he gonna run Cornwall tomorrow?" And I was like, "No, he said he's not." But now that he won, I didn't say a dang word. I was like, "You just watch." So. So that week, the radiator on oh. the toter was leaking. Oh my gosh! I forgot so, about that. So we. After you we had the to line first. search far and wide for a radiator. And getting one on short notice was not easy. Art Ballard found one and got it to Syracuse. Uh, we were able to, I think Brian was able to pick it up mm-hmm. on his way to E-Town from the Rochester area after we went to Ransomville. So he brought it. Right before so airborne. We got the radiator here. Wednesday. Uh and we're we're we got help. We have uh the parent brothers ready to put the radiator in on Thursday morning. And they come in and they're they're amped up, ready to put it in, and they, they did it way faster than I expected. They and they were as they're doing it they said uh if if you if we get the radiator in are you going to race tonight and i'm like sure why not mm-hmm. you know like the reality is i'm just thinking you know i just want the radiator in yeah. there so if that's like, your motivation to get it in exactly. awesome let's do it uh, and then the the guys come in uh Brian Lancer like hey if we get the the radiator in and can cars, we go race cars wash can we no they said if we get the radiator oh. in can we go racing tonight and <laughs> i said if the cars are ready too mm-hmm. yes so then that's the motivation of <laughs> <laughs> let's get the cars ready and meanwhile the whole time i'm thinking like if the radiator's in and the cars are ready and we don't go tonight man it'll be we'll be all ready for the weekend it's gonna be great you know it'll be awesome yep instead Man, they they work hard. They get it all done, and hang on. And you, Mike, comes back home to the house, which is like a quarter of a mile from the shop. Comes in the house. It's like not even eleven a.m. And he's so excited. He's like, "Radiators in the toter, the car's washed." And he looks at me. He's like, "Can I go to Cornwall tonight?" I looked at him. I'm like, "Again, you're asking me." 
You know, which I, I'm grateful he asks. Like, I have a say. That's awesome. But, again, I did the not selfish mania. I'm like, listen, you're on cloud nine. You got to go while the getting's good. Right? Yeah, so, but you're like, I ain't going. I ain't going. <laughs> I was like, I am so burnt out. I'm like, honey, I am so sorry. He was very respectable and understood. And I was like, I, got, I, I need to catch up at, at our house. It is so freaking neglected. You don't even want to see what our yard looks like. And... So they leave, and the parent brothers are still at the shop. I'm closing up the shop. You pull out with a toter, and they're like, uh, you're not going? I was like, hell no. I needed, I needed to regroup. So I think so it's a three-hour drive. they got it all done, and we needed to leave around noontime. Yeah. Uh, I think we ended up leaving at 12.30 or yeah. 1. Uh, which was fine. We get all the way out there. And we get unloaded at the track. Car's ready to go. We draw. We're all ready to... We're going to have, like, timed warm-ups. So we're we're doing all this, you know, what do we do for this? We want to be prepared for this timed warm-ups. Usually we get hot laps first. Mm-hmm. We're talking gears and stagger and tire compounds and all the setup stuff. And it starts raining. We're like, oh no. I thought the forecast changed, you know. We'd, and it we ha- there was rain in the forecast prior to us saying we were going to go to this race. Mm-hmm. And we were like, ah, oh, we're not going there. But then that morning it was like, hey, you know. Looks better. Rain looks better. Doesn't look like it's going to rain tonight. If we get the radiator and the toter, let's go race. And so we do it, and then it ends up raining. <laughs> and we drove all the way out there just to get rained out and then come home. I think you got uh, home at like 10 o'clock. You got home pretty late. Not that late, but like late enough where... You lost the whole day. We didn't get that night off I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, you literally lost uh, the whole day. Yeah. And then... So... Uh, next morning, trailer's all muddy, mm-hmm. pit cart's all muddy, mm-hmm. car's all muddy, just from unloading it and, and getting rained on. So, we're washing all this stuff again that we just washed yesterday. <laughs> and now it's Friday and we got a race yeah. at Albany. And and then we had, to, and I'm sure we had to race the next day. And the next day, it's kind of hard to keep track of at this point. But I can't even remember. Uh, it it just it's hard to understand how how much stuff there is to do, and there's just like it's like it just it ends. just kind of goes around in a circle. You never really get a break. No, it's but, like this week we oh we were so excited that I think it's. Maybe the first time where we're actually home more than two days in a row together. Like, yeah. I'm going with two. I thought it was three, but I'm pretty confident it's two. Because either he's going one direction, I'm going the other. We're racing. And to just actually be home sitting on this couch recording this with you guys is... I, I don't know. I'm, it's, I feel like it's a wintertime thing we're doing right now. And it feels good. Yeah. I mean, life changes between... Uh, you know, the summer vacation months 
uh, and and on to Labor Day, all of a sudden we stopped having midweek races and we got. But we're still busy on we, the weekends. We raced Plenty. big events on the weekends, so there's a lot to prepare for. Mm-hmm. But it it kind of changes a lot because instead of having those midweek shows and and having to the weekend. get ready for the weekend, now we're just getting ready for big shows on the weekend. We're kind of. Uh, I've been saying we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Which you know, you can't just put it that way too. You gotta look at it. Look at it as, you know, we want to race. Mm-hmm. We want like all these races pop up. It's like, oh, this is a big race on a Thursday. Let's go. You want to go because it's, what we it's an opportunity. Well, it's just one more opportunity to to win to to have success. And yeah, it's also an opportunity to wreck, blow up. Mm-hmm. have problems as well so it's such a gamble every time you decide we're gonna go to this thing you yeah. know and it could turn out really good or it could turn out really bad or it could just be mediocre and it's it's such a catch-22 is i feel like i see some drivers that i mean this is a whole different topic but that just show up and race and have a life outside of racing and are very freaking successful. And then I see drivers that are in the shop 24 seven. Like I look at, I mean, I think this was a podcast maybe two episodes ago is as an athlete, you know, you, I feel like you need to eat, sleep and breathe racing. But at the same time, it's like, well, when do you wake up and realize like you just spent the last 40 years of your life racing and missed out on date nights and I don't know other stuff so it's it's difficult because we're committed to it we want to succeed at this but at the same time you kind of have to enjoy where we are right here and right now well and not only just did you miss out on date nights but like sometimes date night can help you perform better I agree you know having a a a rested and recovered driver with a lot of energy mm-hmm. he can make better decisions and drive better sometimes i remember hey because of that i we went on vacation what was that april may you came back and won and everyone's like you should take him on vacation every week i'm like right hey i wish we could let's do it i wish we could Absolutely. because i i know i would drive better but the trouble with dirt racing is it's like you're you can i don't know too many dirt racers that can just be the driver mm-hmm. you know you gotta wear a lot of hats and yeah uh yeah i would i would really love to just go on vacation every week and show up and drive Best of both worlds that'd be great i think that's what it the the glory of like being a nascar driver when i was a kid looked like to mm-hmm. me and it it seemed like something I really wanted, and then things changed, and I, I really, you know, lost that dream. I didn't really want it anymore, and uh, dirt racing became my, my like end all be all of the thing that I wanted, and uh, I want to be really good at it, and I enjoy that we get to race a lot more Mm -hmm. but there's a lot to be said about finding that balance yeah it definitely takes a toll and is a lot and you know what it's 
hey, it's the lifestyle we choose, but at the same time, I mean, we're not we're not quitters, so we're just gonna keep showing up. And that's uh, it was Sunday at Utica when we hurt another motor, and someone texted me is like, you know, I feel, really feel sorry for you guys. I'm like, you know, I appreciate that, but at the same time, we just keep keeping on. You know, like we just we just keep. Yeah, and you can't you can't feel sorry for us. Like we're no. very fortunate to be able to do this in the first place. Just Absolutely. obviously, uh, wish we could have success all the time, and not <laughs> yeah. and not have to struggle yeah. with uh, the the problems and the things that you have to deal with. Mm. But it's nothing to feel sorry for. It's just uh, it's all part of it. Yeah. It's all part yeah, of it. Part of figuring it out. That's so. I'm on the phone with my dad every night after the races, and he's just like, "Yep, that's racing." I'm like, "Thanks, Bill. You're so supportive." <laughs> <laughs> but so let's just close with this. This just popped in my head. Was last night's scenario? It felt like we got home from the races last night. Do you remember what happened? It feels yeah, like so, so long ago. So we finally we got. We had got the. A couple of the cars washed, did some work, and thought, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna work on our health now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna start the thirty day challenge. We're gonna go get some groceries. We're gonna have date and night, and we're gonna get dinner. First date night, and so, how long? So we get, we have dinner, we get the groceries, and we start heading home, and we're on." the highway heading south on 87 and all of a sudden traffic starts slowing up it's like oh man traffic jam what what else is new mind you we're a mile from our exit one mile from one mile from where we need to be and ah we're just sitting there wondering what's what's the hold up and uh start seeing some smoke and there's a there's a a major accident uh really really sad i think i to like fast forward today we hear there's did did you hear stuff yeah there's there was uh uh multiple injuries uh i think a fatality and it's it's really sad that we're sitting there and wondering what happened what's going on but don't know uh there's all these police cars coming through i think there's like two helicopters came yeah in. two two or, helicopters yeah. came came and left uh and we were, we were there for three hours just wondering Sitting. what's going on have no clue nobody nobody's there to tell you what's what's what uh mind you can't you, really get close to the scene it just looks really bad yeah mind you i had this was about eight o'clock i had a nine o'clock meeting i had to attend to and I mean that's just, just again the you don't know what's gonna happen. It felt like race night all over again, and we were there. Well, yeah. So till about eleven. Yeah, so. we're looking forward to getting home early and getting some rest. <laughs> Actually, watching a movie. But the thing that you know it puts in perspective is, you know, everybody's kind of all the people like in traffic mm-hmm. kind of got out of their cars and we're kind of mingling and oh what like asking each other what do you what do you know what do you know what mm-hmm. do you find and you know i kind of heard a lot of 
complaints of oh, I got a long drive, I really got to get home, I got this going on, Jeez. that going on, and it's like yeah, but the the there's people that could be dying here. Yeah, uh, that, and you're worried about and we're worried about small things, small non-important yeah. things. Uh, so when it cut when when you see that in front of you firsthand, it puts in perspective what's important and Mm -hmm. that uh you know we can wait absolutely obviously yeah but definitely had us thinking man oh wish you know the the other thing was wish we left a little bit earlier and we would have missed missed the accident Mm -hmm. but if we missed left just a little bit earlier we could have been in the accident it could have been us so uh I should have explained this better. Someone was going backwards the wrong way. Well, no, they, on, they weren't going in reverse. They well, they were, were driving yes, down they were the wrong driving side of the highway. The wrong way. Yes. Down a one lane. No. Two a two lane. <laughs> two lane highway. One way. Yes. Highway. And cops were chasing the person down. And someone hit them head on. Yes. And yeah, it was horrible situation so it's you know we're just lucky we weren't in it and mm-hmm. made it home safe yeah but wow what a <laughs> it's just something there's something wild and crazy every day of this yeah. life and it's like i you know we we sat there and the the first thing i said to mike was you know this is happening for a reason. You know, we're sitting here for a reason. We might not know what it is. Maybe it was a wake-up call. You know, maybe taking longer in the grocery store worked out the way it was supposed to, you know. And maybe God knows why, but you left me in New Jersey and went and put a motor in and she blew up. And <laughs> it's all happening for a reason, guys. We don't know why. <laughs> we don't know why. But I'm a firm believer you know, it's it seems like when we put our life on the pedestal for everyone to see, everyone feels sorry for us, but we're not the only ones. You know, we're not the only ones. There's other teams that have problems. There's other teams that aren't as fortunate. And, you know, I'm just a firm believer, like, we're here for a reason, and life is happening for us. It's not happening to us. And... Uh, it's really what gets us through the days. We're certainly getting good at not having a lot of rest. Good at <laughs> changing engines. Yeah. Good at uh, repairing truck and trailer, uh, etc. So mm-hmm. uh, if that's what it's for, is just to gain experience in that stuff, then it's working. Well, it makes for good stories to tell, I suppose. Right? Yeah. So. I'm not a very good storyteller, I don't think, but. The car was going in reverse, just so you guys know. Yeah, (laughs) Jesus. I love you. So, uh, it was just so much stuff happening, guys, but, you know, I guess that's the biggest takeaway. Like, you, we have our life so planned out, and yet. I didn't say in reverse, I said backwards. I know, I knew you were going to fix that too, damn you. Our lives are always so planned out. We know where we want to go, and yet there's going to be obstacles, there's going to be roadblocks, but you just 
you work your way through them, you think big picture, and just remind yourself, like, you know, life's happening for you, not to you. How's that? Pretty good, right? Yeah. You've said that to me before. I probably say it to you every day. Quite often. Yes. It's a mindset thing, let me tell you what. Sure is. All right. Well, guys, I hope you enjoy this. If you did, like it, share it, comment, let us know what you thought. I'm sure if you've got your stories, let's hear them because there's plenty of stories to be had and shared. And I know it's not just us that goes through all of this fun stuff. And, you know, I'm just grateful that we can take you along on this journey. Yeah. So you can't plan everything. Sometimes life just happens. Good job, babe. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. (laughs) See you guys. See ya.